Hey, hey, this is DJ with the Spoiled Milk Podcast, and we're coming to you with our review of Marvel Studios' What If Episode 1. What If opens with the commanding voice of Jeffrey Wright. Now, many of you may have known previously that Wright was voicing the enigmatic Watcher, but for me, being in the self-imposed trailer blackout, it was a surprise of pure bliss. Wright has a stunning resume, and his voice talents lend a seriousness to this project that is often lacking in previous Marvel animated works. As we travel into the spiraling void of the multiverse, Wright's character, the Watcher, notes the small differences between each one that begs the question, what if? Just as the media barnstorm has heralded, our first glimpse into this universe of variants involves Peggy Carter and her transformation into Captain Carter. Please do not call her Captain America because she's not American at all. I know this has been going around social media and various things right before the episode dropped. Uh, if anything, we could call her Captain Britain. Uh, but for goodness sake, she wears the Union Jack on her uniform. So let's, uh, let's give her props. Long live the queen. The smallest of changes mark the difference in this universe. Peggy decides to watch Dr. Abraham Erskine enhance Steve Rogers from the floor and not from the safety of an upper-level viewing room. I'm very pleased with this change because it rings true for who Peggy is as a person and the type of courage she displayed in Captain America The First Adventure, and even in Agent Carter, the show that was canceled on ABC. Even beyond the subsequent events that happened in the opening five minutes of this episode, Captain Carter is courageous, determined, and brave throughout. The only issue that I have with the opening events that create our new super soldier is the timing of the spy attack. Now in the original film, the spy sabotages and kills Erskine after the super soldier serum is complete. In this version, however, he does so before the experiment happens. Now logically, sabotaging experiment, killing its creator, and blowing your cover makes no sense if you aren't sure the formula works. This is a minor issue, but it mirrors the same problem with the comic. Sometimes leaps in logic have to happen fast because the story needs to wrap up in one episode or issue. Or at least it appears like they're going to all wrap up in one episode. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Additionally, things like the mention of nuclear power during World War II when we know they were really just developing the H-bomb and... They hadn't really gotten to perfecting nuclear fission. It kind of takes you out of the world slightly, uh, but they aren't so off-putting that you won't quickly move on to the next set piece. And that's what's cool about this episode. It moves at a decent pace where you don't linger too long. Now, Steve Rogers isn't all the way absent. Thankfully, he still possesses the heart of Captain America, if not the body. He is tender when he needs to be, courageous when he has to be, and for some reason, someone gave him a cool ironmonger suit painted olive drab named the Hydra Stomper. So I, I don't know who came up with that, but hey, I'm all for it. So let's roll with it. The show gives us a pretty sweet montage of Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper taking down Nazis and Hydra soldiers, which includes an, an impressive aerial combat scene that makes me wish that Iron Man and Captain America could have gotten their act together in the MCU. Most of the major story points from the first Avenger are hit here. The mention of the USO tour, rescuing the Holly Commandos, Red Skull, and the Tesseract. We even get a wink and a nod about Bucky falling off the train and losing an arm, which I thought was a little comical at the time. 
But for all the similarities the Captain Carter episode shares with its MCU counterpart, it does a nice job of being its own vehicle. In this version, Red Skull isn't trying to harness unlimited power, but instead he is trying to summon an all-powerful being from another realm. Now at this point, you'd be forgiven for thinking the powerful being mentioned is Thanos, since we haven't been exposed to a lot of the other big bads from the comics. This baddie, however, is not the Mad Titan, but a gigantic tentacle thing from another universe. Now my money is it being on a version of the old school villain, Shuma Garath. And if you're a fan of the Marvel vs. Capcom series, you'll be a little familiar with this character. However, I haven't heard anything that confirms that, so it's just really my opinion at this moment. As it is in the superhero fiction, our heroes must face off against this cosmic creature in the Gothic castle, and Captain Carter sacrifices herself to ensure that the creature does not fully escape the portal into Earth, where it would most likely destroy mankind. Some talk of dancing ensues, a heartfelt goodbye is given, and Peggy disappears into the ether. So ends our story of what if, or, or has it. Our story jumps ahead to the portal reopening 70 years later, and our intrepid captain is face to face with Nick Fury and Hawkeye. Not really a huge shock for me, but it may have resonated a little bit better if this version of Fury and Hawkeye were more in line with the original Marvel Comics version. However, this ending isn't bad, and potentially lays the seeds for future episodes connected to this universe. Overall, I enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun with it. I liked that Peggy was the same character that I loved in the original MCU film and not a roided up knockoff. Some tweaks, like the shield design, because I really think the emblem look would have worked a little bit better. And perhaps giving her a helmet in some of the action sequences would have added layers to the world. However, it was a nice opening swing for Marvel's What If series. For our spoiled milk meter, I give it eight spoiled milk cups out of 10. It's great, looking forward to it. The voice acting was superb all the way around. I can't wait to see what the watcher shows us next week from the House of Ideas. Until then, I'm DJ with the Spoiled Milk Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, leave a like, share, and also, get your notifications. Until then, be awesome, and I'll see you next week.